Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Back of the 135 podcast, part of the West West Network. Check us out at westwestnet.com. We've dropped our first episode of the Counter Rock for all you rugby fans out there. The Counter Rock episode 21. Stacey and Roger are on board to preview the upcoming Super Rugby Aotearoa competition and speak about some of the rule changes in Super Rugby this year and a new segment uh, predictions who will win the MVP of the season or in this case who will win the West West medal so check out the counter rock on all podcast platforms Spotify Google Podcasts Stitcher Apple Podcasts etc Okay, so today on the Back of the Warren 5 podcast, me and I talk to a chef. He goes by the name of Spencer Matangi. Man, it's good to be on, on the mics talking again. It's been three weeks. We had lockdown. Finish up um, at the beginning of the week, so we missed out on a guest. But um, we had to postpone. So... Lucky we came out of lockdown just in time for Spencer to come on board as a guest. So we talked about a lot of stuff about his um, journey from his humble beginnings to become a professional chef working at one of the top restaurants in Auckland, Auckland City right now. Yeah, man. So we talked a lot to him about food, his passion, uh, being a foodie, which led to him being a chef, his experience going through culinary school, working in a restaurant in town. We talked about his recipes, his uh, future endeavours, and we talked a bit about Samoa as well. So, man, I love this conversation, and I hope you guys love it too. Right, so, give a warm welcome for Spencer Matani. Can be a bit long, but I can't stand tests, man. What? Nah, that's five the days. Best, oh, that's the best form of nah, man. It's yeah. just cricket, man. That's the that's the real form, bro. Yeah, that's it's like it, it um, shows you have to be a consistent team. And it shows how real you are to the game, mate. Mm. Yeah, no, is like this guys. He just can I finish your box and yeah, yeah. <laughs> good for day drinking. Yeah, <laughs> well, if I, the game starts at six, I'm gonna yeah. blow up by eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, thanks for coming, Spence. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is live, or are you gonna edit? No, edit. Always oh, edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't really edit much now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just go mm. raw. Just yeah. 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 So. I think because we've got used to this now, yeah, so yeah, we know. Yeah. 
like but you should have seen how early stuff man yeah we'll be like ברדיו. You start off like, yeah, yeah, and then... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, Messi, eh? You were, you're a Messi, Messi kid? Yeah, I was I, like, brought up and raised in Tiaratun and moved out to Messi. So yeah, just been brought out west all my life. It's funny because all the shifts that we've had on, they're all... The reason, you know, why we like, really love these guys coming on is because... like them ripping you know west cause yeah, yeah. I don't, has you know out there I remember ask, ask, asking uh, Charles is there a big thing like you know you're in the chefing industry is there a big contingency or big a lot of Westies in that are you real really or like just through my experience I've only been in the kitchen for two years just over two years actually and there's a lot of um like foreigners At the moment there's a stronghold of Koreans and hey. Indians yeah and it's pretty rare to come across a Pacific Islander chef on the main line but usually if you do spot the PIs they're doing a pot wash and just all the hard labor I, I used to do that that was a back of house yeah yeah I've done that for for three years yeah I remember I think I must have lost about 20 kgs man yeah, because man. oh so let's revela yeah, yeah to <laughs> like in my opinion they're the hardest workers in the kitchen and just always getting pumped and just getting all the like peeling the t- uh, potatoes carrots yeah just all the the hard jobs eh? like, it's those jobs that no one wants to do yeah, but yeah, someone exactly, yeah, yeah yeah that's I remember when Uh, I was doing that, end up doing the pots in that. We're, we're all islanders, you know, and um, some of the Maori uh, usos in that. But man, I just remember like the first day, because I was working with my mum, and she was, because I was just, you know, bumming around after school. And she was like, if you don't get a job in the next two weeks, you, you're out. And then she goes, oh, actually, I got you a job. So I went, and I thought, what, what's your pants? <laughs> You know, pizza, <laughs> <laughs> Only after that yeah. first shift, I went home. I slipped right into the next yeah. shift, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that is, that's, that's work, man. Yeah. And then it's just so hot in the reels. Yeah, yeah. It's like, especially in the um, pot wash area, you're always working with hot water. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And not even, not, not only you're sweating, you're getting wet from the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> from the steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So what, what restaurant are you at at the moment? Um, I'm working at Soul Byron Bistro, just over in the Viaduct. It's, um, this is, well, rewind three years. I, I was working at um, just in a factory and then just always had a passion for food. So I asked my wife at the time if I could um, study, like, becoming a chef or just working with food. So she gave me a blessing and... So I was looking online and, and I found some night classes at um, New Zealand Food of School and Wine. So I um, contacted them and then asked them if I could do um, just like night classes so I can still earn a full-time wage to support the family. And then they accidentally enrolled me as a full-time student. 
Oh, so, accidentally? Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then, um, so all the night classes had spots had filled up, so I had no no choice but to um, take that on if my wife would, um, if uh, my wife at the time would let me. So I asked her and, and she gave me a blessing at the time. So I went into full-time studying and completed my level three and four in cookery. And then um, got offered to um, to do level five, which is like fine dining. But I'm all about the big portions, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some soul food. <laughs> Some proper, like a proper food, eh? So... You know, you're, um, when you said you've had a love for food, yeah. like how did that actually start? Because you, you said you were a factory, but you had this love for food in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so growing up, um, yeah. just growing up with, uh, with a household of, um, I think there was eight of us, six six of us, um, all boys, yeah, oh, siblings. Yeah. So I've got five brothers and mum and dad, and um, it was a bit hard for us growing up like uh, trying to provide for all of us. So we were always, um, like mum and dad would always make like a, like a moakale, and then we'll have that for like the next four days. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. please mum, can we have the next one will be like a sausage stew and rice. Yeah. And then they're all gone for the three days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it was just what um, they could provide for us at the time. And then, as I got older, we're going to like friends' houses, then have some like have sleepover, and then okay, suddenly how come you get different dinners? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like just something um, clicked in my brain from there. I was like, oh, I need to <laughs> need to work with food, and you know, when never get hungry, sort of thing. But then as life went on sort of got caught up in the wrong crowd, eh? Then, and it, I think this is what really triggered me, um, like, wanting to be, become a chef. There was an, um, I was locked up with my brother, and we were in prison um, out on Linton. And then, um, I think it was his 18th birthday, so, and we were sort of in the maximum uh, sell at the time. 18 years old? Yeah. 18 years. And then, <clears throat> so, and if you're in like a maximum jail, you're, you're only like let out of the cell uh, one hour each day until you work your way to like a minimum um, status. And so I remember that day vividly because it was his birthday and then like all we had was like, um, if you like, uh, you do like a food shopping, so you buy noodles, rice, biscuits, and just things like that, <coughs> just to get you through. Then I remember just like uh, we had onions, uh, rice, and noodles. Then just fillet the onions and shoot <laughs> yeah. the um, the noodles through and put the flavouring on, and then that was. It was pretty tasty back there. I know it probably sounds disgusting, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Then yeah, I think that triggered me. Um, wanted to learn more about food and mm. know where it comes from and 
like what we're eating and just things, small things like that. That's 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 an awesome story because, you know, when you th- like how you explain it, but it's such a simple, yeah, a simple meal. But yeah. when you, it just shows that if you can make anything, mm. eh? Like yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, and they're so creative in JOE, like oh yeah, with the food. Yeah, so yeah. I saw um, what's his name, um, Dre Squiller. ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
yeah, just doing like cooking food and just seeing people's reactions to mm. like being full and satisfied. That's what that makes a lot of sense, eh? Because it is like not say lonely because you work with your, your, your colleagues in there, but yeah. you're on your station, you've got to do what you have to do yeah, yeah, yeah. by yourself, make yeah. sure you're in time with everyone else. Yeah, is, is that like the personality on a lot of people in, in, as a chef? Like, is that are they all like that kind of person? Like, oh. Now some of them they just um some of them just dropped out of school and yeah. just went straight into the kitchen. But um they're they're not all like um like how I am. Like especially being Pacific Islander uh, you see a lot of us just like not wanting to step up because too much um pride or whatever. Mm. But now um now as we get older we got like People like our kids looking up at us, so we have to just keep pushing forward and yeah, just try and better ourselves because there's always someone like the young ones watching. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's out of it is that how you enrolled for the night classes, and you know, through some clerical error, you end up yeah. going. That's like a was that? Did you think it like after doing? Oh, yeah, that's God telling me, or you know, that's yeah, oh man, that's sign there, like yeah. oh, okay, then you know, because if you, you know, the chances are if you went to that, done those night classes, yeah, you probably wouldn't have been asked to go do all that, or you know, it would have been would have been longer, right, for yeah. you to get yeah, those definitely, qualifications. Um, uh, I think I cut back two years of studying, so that um, like, honestly, if you got. If you uh, put your mind to something and you want to just follow your passion, mm-hmm. just got to jump in the deep end. Because like even my kind of thinking at the time was like, well, how am I going to help pay the bills, help pay for food? But um, my support system was um, pretty solid and really helped me through the, um, the area. So I got lucky. So what was like going to school? That school, that what's the name of the school? The uh, New Zealand Food of School and Wine. Is that like the top school in New Zealand? Oh, that was the only school. That, well, the first school that popped up when I um, punched into Google. Yeah. But there's there's actually um, three or four more schools around uh, in the city. But um, uh, the the owner of the school, she's a, a wine critic, and um, she used to own a restaurant and. Um, a high-end restaurant in Christchurch, mm. but just before, um, after the earthquakes, she uh, relocated to um, in the city, so he yeah, was a good, good well, person to learn off. Well, today's the anniversary, it's like two yeah, years yeah, since yeah, that, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of yeah. ironic that yeah. she ended up coming here and then mm, you, yeah. because that's, I wonder how many schools there are, like, I, I guess when you put New Zealand at the end, it's going to, it's going to, yeah. Kind of catch your eye, or yeah. so. Your, your first year at school was that like we only survived um, at that time. Yeah, it was actually. There yeah. was um, a lot of foreigners and um, oh yeah, a lot of uh, like Balangis as well. But um, yeah, it uh, was good to work with a different bunch of um, cultures as well because you can learn how to mm. like cook their cuisines and. Just rub off on them as well. So what's the course like? Is it like first year you just learn the basics? Yeah, yeah. Or it's um, level three was just right back to basics, mm-hmm. and so it's learning how to 
chop onions at a reasonable pace. Yeah. <laughs> How do they do that? Do they? Because you have does the cat, do they have to be cut like a certain way? Yeah. Do they um, time you or no no oh because the way I cut onions at home. None of them look the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah, man, so, I've cut yeah. a few onions in yeah. my life. And but uh, being in a restaurant, you sort of want everything uniform. Yeah. And so not only that it looks nice, but it's cooked evenly as well. And and first time, because, uh, so let me take you back. Um, when, I, um, when I asked my wife at the time if I could do studying full-time and got their blessings. And then her dad like took me down, uh, told me to open his car one weekend and took me down to the, um, the knife shop and he bought, like, brought my uniform, yeah. <laughs> all my knives. Well, is that the one in um, Eden? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, Eden Terrace. Was that, was that the House of Knives, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he cutted me up there and then, and then my first day at school, then they were going, oh, yeah, so we're going to learn how to cut <laughs> onions and carrots and celery, which they call it mirepoix. It's French for onion, carrots, and um, and then and then so they, they had a look at the technique and they said, mate, you're going to chop your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so I was just, um, so I think that night I went home, I brought a sack of um, carrots, then just started practicing. So I don't want to be the kid with, you know, all the tools, but no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then, then uh, I think after that, like that f- whole first week, you're learning how to chop and like safety and um, just hygiene, which is um, which, like when people come in to the restaurant and they come from schools, they're really um, like... They know hygiene and like safety and yeah. all this. Like you walk behind someone, just say backs because it's all confined spaces. Mm. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool story yeah. though because <coughs> it's kind of like because you know when you used to go to school back in the days and you go off your parents and you get the uniform and um, yeah. all that. <laughs> <laughs> and you get your pants in and, and you go and then the teacher asks you the question you're just looking at the, the blackboard like I have no idea what you're yeah. saying <laughs> I got all the mean pens and felts yeah. but uh, play my smears and yes. <laughs> yeah because yeah remember we were talking before we came on like there was a time in my life when I wanted to be a chef yeah rewind back the clock and yeah. start all over again and to do what you did, but man, when, but when I told you, it was like a different, different lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's um, a lot of long hours. Um, so, just depending on how how busy each restaurant is, mm. I was like, on a on a busiest, I was only catching four hours sleep mm. before I had to get up again and get ready for work. I mean, what did that lifestyle? Did you know it back then? Uh, when you were at school, did you know it was going to be your life? Like, how yeah, was it was going to be? I, I sort of knew, yeah. Them? Well, as I went in for um, work experience, um, a lot of the guys were just warning me about it. But um, the, the chefs, uh, the senior chefs, like, sort of knew my um, my background and knew I had a family and kids. 
so they sort of showed some leniency towards it. Well, that's good. Till I got um, used to it, but now it's it's just normal, um, normal life now. Yeah. So you know how you said you're working at Soba. Yeah. Was that straight out of straight out of school? Yes. Yes. Far um, out. Yeah, straight out of um, level three, uh, computer level three and four, and then. Like to um, me, hearing that tells me like from school straight to the top, like yeah. the best one of the best restaurants and. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, my um, the owner of the New Zealand Food of School and Wine, <laughs> she told me she goes, oh yeah, we'll go and see if you can get your foot in here, and and she told me to say I I knew everything about fish oysters, but. Factors, I hate them. <laughs> it's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, I just went in and just said this and that to get the foot in the door, and then they offered me a job after did a week's um, work experience, and then from there on, I was in the deep end. So the first week, I was um, I went back home and told my my wife at that time, I said, oh man, I think I made a mistake. One or two quarter, did she just like, um, just encourage me to stay on and remember why I, I started uh, um, studying and wanted to work in the kitchen. So um, I just pushed through. It was um, really a real struggle because um, the position they pushed me into was for someone that's experienced like in that role. And then, and so I had a lot of catching up to do um, in that sense. So I just remember um, whenever I got my roster, I was says like eight or five, I was there at seven, just, just learning my trade every day until I got um, used to it. And like to me, I just want to do the small things and just do it extremely well before I can um, move up and learn something else in the kitchen or another station. You know, you mentioned you don't like oysters and all that seafood. You Really, you don't? Yeah, really? no. Wow, um, really? do, do you get gout or? <laughs> oh, just a, it's a <laughs> you know funny story. story. <laughs> 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 um, when I heard that says they don't like uh, seafood, oh. I'm like, no, gosh, you're merely. My first week there, um, when I was on work experience, I was encouraged to like taste everything. Oh, yeah. So there was like um, like oysters. I had that, and well, it doesn't do anything for me. Or yeah, like, mm. I like oh man, that's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Like how I see my friends eat them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely love them. <laughs> and then there's like chicken liver pâtés, and I tasted it, and like it was like nice and rich. And then like all these other like it was. Most of the foods there were like really foreign to me. And so I was trying it and then after my third day, I woke up and I couldn't walk. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, what is this something to with my leg? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just me sensation. I've never... Yeah. I've never so, uh, I felt oh, sorry, horrible. Sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, like we were really busy in the kitchen too. Yeah. And, and I had no choice but to ring... Ring chef and go, yeah. hey, look here, mate, there's a situation. <laughs> <laughs> with my leg and go, oh, what's going on? We need you today. And I said, man, I can't walk. I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> so 
So I had the day off. And then I went to stand up. Julia couldn't even. <laughs> yeah, so I made it to the doctors and I said, man, I can't like move my foot. They goes, oh, I think you have the gout, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've, I've, to me, it's um. Well, you've never had it before. I've, really, I've never had it. I've, but well, I think my body really knows not to go near um. It's seafood. Yeah. So yeah. So from now on, it's always get uh, <laughs> If we need a taste, uh, test uh, oysters, have to get some. <laughs> you know how you said the first couple of weeks were tough. Yeah. Um, when did at what point did you finally realize like feel comfortable like oh, this is this is why I chose this as my job or my profession? Yeah. At first, it was like I didn't even know the difference between a parsley and coriander, and so like I was getting going in and like just following recipes, and I was going in to do my shopping, like gathering all the ingredients, and I was like, what something that should be like three minutes was taking me twenty minutes just to so and hence why I was always um, just going in that little bit um, earlier just so I can school myself on just little things like that. But it wasn't, um, like, it's a high-pressure environment as well. We, um, where people are yelling at each other, We like, we need to get the food up at the same time. And just once I got the hang of it, I really loved that kind of pressure. Just being put under the, um, like, that kind of pressure, I was like, man, this is fun. And then after work, you're like, um, just go and have a beer, and it's like, oh man, this is well deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Even like in town, is you're paying twelve dollars for one beer. I was like, too. You know, you know when I see those um, cooking shows, the chef shows in there, mm. and yeah, you're right. Like how how you guys do it at the kitchen, like because the meal on the plate, they yeah. all cook different times, on. So yeah, they yeah. all have to come out at the same time, so yeah. you have to start different times to yeah, make yeah. it all come out at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And to me, thinking about that, like, how do you guys like? That's hard. Like, but it yeah. must be of like you know a formula. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's um, it's, uh, we do a maison plus, which is just preparing for service. So, um, just say we're doing a steak with mushroom sauce and um, fries or and a salad. So we'll pre-cook the um, uh, mushroom sauce, and then just portion them all out. And then once um, the steak uh, will be ready in, say, three minutes, then we'll get the sauces on the pans and then just finish it off so it's on the table, like it's fresh out of the oven sort of thing. So it's, there's a lot to do with um, prepping and just mm. getting organised before it's... Hence the pressure, but I guess that's fun now. If yeah, yeah, if it's, yeah. If it's you, like, it seems to me like in the beginning... When you're struggling, it's not fun. But when you yeah. get it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like, it's, it's fun. Yeah, there's definitely a sense of um, accomplishment yeah. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. each service, and knowing mm. yeah. everyone's like satisfied. So yeah, I remember when um, I was working at um, at Stamford Plaza, and we had the chef. He was an English chef, and they had headhunted him and brought him over to New Zealand. And man, just the 
the language oh, and yeah, the way they yeah. talk. Because yeah. it's funny, like, him and the sous chef and, you know, because he was the executive chef, mate, they would be at each other yeah. all the time. You're like, F and we get this, where yeah. the F is this, where the, you know? And you just, you know, I remember the first call, I was like, man, someone's going to, there's going to be a fusuanga. Yeah, absolutely. Say, I'm like, just holding, someone's yeah, getting, someone's going to get some hot oil on their yeah, face, man. Ruthless. And, <laughs> and they're like, that, man, if, if, as soon as, you know, the last last order goes up, great service tonight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Yeah. I just saw this guy need a kicking Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I remember the first time I got um, grilled at Zulu. I was like, what the hell's going on here? I was, just wanted to, like, Take him around up the like, outside of the like, car. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's um, that's just the the culture in, in the kitchens. You're like, um, because you don't want to get like stuff anything up like majorly. So if that pressure is always put on that um, person, they're always gonna want to try their best not to stuff up. But if they do, then there's obviously a reason why. They um, like messed up that meal, <laughs> but yeah, if like if one meal's um, just said there's a table of ten and one meal got ruined, then we have to start all over again. Yeah. We can't just send and uh, send the nine meals and one person's waiting another ten minutes for the oh for real yeah. So that's why it's um it's it's, uh, it's crucial everyone on hits. point yeah yeah. Do you see yourself being a head chef and doing all the shouting and? Do you see yourself in that head chef role, oh, um, doing all the shouting and all that? Yeah, it's funny you said that because a lot of um, the way I was trained, I was um, trained to like talk to people like that and um, communicate, like really boot them up the ass if like they're not working hard enough or they're not up to standard. But that, that's just not the kind of person I am. So you failed that, of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Honestly, it's um. <laughs> To me, that's that's um, negative, yeah. and it, if if I go on with a negative mindset, it's gonna um, show in my food. Well, the other thing is that they're asking you to be a person that you're not. Yeah, hey, exactly. That's not you. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, I'm just um, I just I just always just say, oh look, man, I need you to do this, and just give them the benefit of the doubt. Otherwise, I'm working twice as hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So say you were a head chef, like, and you had your own attitude. Yeah. How would you? How would you do it to get people in line, your um, workers in line? Oh, it's honestly, also, uh, <laughs> this like this kitchen is huge kitchen. It's, we got over thirty um, chefs, but um, so we're split up in two um, shifts. So you have to be ruthless in your approach, and like there's a lot of senior chefs in the kitchen at the same time, and a lot of us, um, well, everyone knows their role, but it's just. Um, Coming bring together. it coming together yeah. and um, and just like working as as one, as, well working as a team. But um, a lot of just say um, a lot of these guys are like foreigners, and like me being PI, you're brought up playing team sports, and I just fit in with team environments. Mm. So I, like I know how to play my part to yeah. make the to say so the team can be successful and and win a game sort of thing. And these guys all like um, brought up like single kid families and yeah, yeah. and um, just stuck to themselves. But now they're in a team environment and fortunately 
I see a lot of them just don't have um, like people skills. So yeah, going back to like just being in the back of the kitchen and you're not like a shop window or anything. I think maybe some of them chose that path for that reason too. But yeah. Well, because you know, being a chef, it's you know, you said you're part of a team, but you also oh, have to be like you're an individual too, because you have a task that you need to. Yeah. To, and I'm, you know, going back to how you said you'd go in an hour early, or you know, mm. you'd finish later. Did you always have that drive, like for, with everything you did? Because I mean, you're, you're putting in the extra yards to to yeah. come up to speed, and it. What? What? Because where'd you get that drive from? Oh, just um, yeah, just growing up, is like mum and dad. Always, um, like always doing the hard labor jobs, like working in the strawberry farms, or Absolutely. just yeah. Did you ever go pick strawberries? Oh, yeah, that well, it was my first job Bro. out of school. <laughs> you know, I went and done that the one up at um, his name was Molisi. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Right. <laughs> totally the Croatian oh, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Bro, those, those toilets there, mate. Oh, you know what? I was scared if I went in just like Doctor Who, I'd never come out because they were really paddy. Oh, I remember my uncle, so me, my mate Boz, Vata, Vata Beefham, my cousin, oh, my brother John, and my uncle took me up because you know he, he came down to see my dad. Yeah. The school holidays, and he asked, yeah, "What's this guy doing?" Because I'm looking for following my TV. But this I was like, "Man, what you this of our lives, man?" Sure. And then he goes, "Yep, come with me. I'll, we'll go up to the strawberry solely. That is the. That's where. Yeah, I, bro. That's, that, that's so, hard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you that's know, where you, probably where you're gonna. That's oh, you right. got a strong back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that, the shoulders. Yeah. You know, carrying the things yeah. through and that. And I remember, like, you look at the line. You go, ah, it's not that long, eh? Yeah, and, you, and you're and you're yeah. you're picking. You look up. You're like, when you moved about three yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Was that all of you and your siblings working there? Yeah, or? yeah we all, I think we all came through there and then um, just moved on from there. Yeah, so they must, uh, that's a good job to learn. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, after that you go, do. nothing can be harder than oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all good, like, picking in, in the morning when the sun's not up. Oh, yeah. Surely, once the sun's up, oh, my. There's wow. <laughs> another job I lost 15 kgs there. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look at my friends, it's just skinny now, it's like, poor. Yeah. I'm not doing any hard labour jobs, yeah. man. But, yeah, that place... Yeah, yeah that, that's, for us, that's for us islanders, yeah, eh? Fine. I remember getting my check, run straight to the, like, you know, because they'd give it as a check. Then I'd go to the shell, or the shell that's down the road, just to colour, because I knew my dad was, you know, whatever you get, half. I was like, this guy's worse than the tax man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm, I'm 15 years old, this man's making yeah, me give so half of my economy, oh. man. That's how you learn early age good yeah. practices, like yeah. you know, pay your bills because mate, your dad's already, your parents yeah. already uh, doing those ones. Oh, so your mom and dad worked there, t- so they worked there as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, mum was in the pack house, so, and all of us were in the in the field. So yeah, we were the same. Just um, once we get the paycheck, then tax man, so yeah, yeah. tax double. <laughs> That sounds like text by Helen um, yeah. Clark and uh, the other the text man of the house. But yeah, now you know what you're right because that does that job teaches you good um, yeah. good work ethic. Because, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know that because um, it was my cousin's auntie. She was the one. She was the boss there. Forgot her, forgot her name. Oh. And like we fought 
that's why we're gonna get special treatment because yeah, your auntie. So I think she singled us out because she could, because she, she she'll be swearing at us, but it's because she's trying to really talk to other people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm working just as hard. As yeah. <laughs> You're singling me out, man. Yeah, but nah, those those are the days, man. Those are the that's right though. But you you see your parents, yeah, yeah, and the and the sacrifices they made. Like you know how you said, you know, when you get your me'ai, like you know when they come and make dinner, you know that's why we like uh, my my older brother and us we started to learn how to cook because my mum was coming home late. Yeah, my dad was working night shifts, so we were just on our own. So we had to, you know, the good old. Um, Got old lamb flaps. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you to, yeah, you gotta learn, eh? You've yeah, gotta learn yeah. to cook for yourself. Yeah. You've gotta experiment because you can only have so much, um, so much noodles, and so you gotta experiment with everything, yeah, eh? But yeah, that's just out of necessity, man. So you know, you being a chef, do you follow any other? Do you follow follow Michael Meredith? I mean, do you have you ever met these guys before? Yeah, uh, to be honest, um. Well, like I've always been watching YouTube and it's all like um, the Gordon Ramsay's and mm-hmm. Jamie Oliver and that. But it wasn't until I just did some proper um, homework f- with the chefs back in the, at home over here. Yeah. And I like come across him on um, on social media and and um, Monique Fiso and just the likes of these guys. Yeah. Because that must be inspirational for you to know that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Man, look at these guys, yeah. are, they're, they're trailblazers, really, because mm, yeah. I saw on your, on your Instagram page how you, ha- you had, I think you put up something for to do the Purusami. Oh, yes. And that, like, yeah. it's, it's out of it because with guys like Michael Meredith and all the other Pacific chefs, they're bringing Samoan cuisine or island food yeah. and introducing it to the mainstream yeah have you had any ideas like that is there a is there a me that you think oh man i i think if this is done well yeah besides not my people not, not just islanders in general but the Balangi people are gonna go what what the yeah, hell is, yeah. you know yeah it's funny you brought that <laughs> up because um like my my style of cooking it's it's nowhere near like fine dining it's more like um it's gonna get a proper hearty feel or that's all I, my main focus is like the taste. Just wanted to taste delicious and just seeing people's reactions sort of thing. I did one one demo for, I forgot who the group was. So um, they approached me, uh, I think it was through the school because they wanted some someone to do island cuisine. So I went in and just went and did a food demo on how to make luau and uh, oka. And, with just the uh, techniques I learned through work. So I just infused that, those together. So with my luau, I slow cooked the brisket, added some spices in there, and then just put it inside the luau and baked Man. it off, surely. Oh. <laughs> and then even the, <laughs> even the oka, like, I infused the, the coconut cream with, like, palm sugars and chilies and, like, garlic. Just, just took it to another level. I was like, dude... <laughs> and then, like everyone was like, "Oh man, is, is there a shop?" <laughs> and I was surprised because I looked down and well, there was probably only about three PIs, and the rest were like Balangi's Yeah. Like, so I was like, "Man, people didn't even come out to, <laughs> to learn something new," you know. Yeah. 
But what, what really inspired me to try and work more with um, PI Food was just reading this book and just shows our, our history and um, our people's cuisines. And just knowing that our, they still do it at home, like cook the umus and the kids, you know, doing all the fiddles and prepping all the food. <clears throat> and then, like, reading this article is, like, some meat factory was, like, sending all their offcuts. It was either going to go for pet food or ship to the islands. Yeah. And I was like, what the Sulis? They were like, then I started thinking, like, Povi Masima. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were to fucking put that in the lapisi and mince it up for the, like, pet for pet food. And then just, like, things like Pisupo. Like, nothing wrong with the foods. Like, I'd, I've definitely got a, um, a fat tooth myself. Like, I love, like, like pork belly, eating the skins. Like, anything that's rendered down nicely, nothing goes to waste unless it's bones or, yeah. you know? But just looking into that, and so, I've, like, when I make lamb, so I'll just try and get, eliminate all the fats of, like, a lamb shoulder and then put that in my food. Do, like, briskets, just trim all the fat off and then, like, take off a bit of... Um, can still make the food tasty, you know? Yeah. See, that's what, you know, when we talk about, I think there was a, there's an article as well about how, like you said, New Zealand, New Zealand, all the meat plates, meat factories, as soon as, um, you know, was, that's why we had all the lamb flaps in Samoa, mm. the muri pipi, like yeah, working yeah, all a, the yeah. off, you know? And that's, you know, you're sending all this food to us, our people in Samoa, mm. it's cheap, and yeah. it's only gonna, you know, if you if you kind of look at the health of Samoa in yeah. general, I guarantee it coincided with when New Zealand started sending all our off. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because they ate lamb flaps here, and we were eating the lamb flaps here because they were the cheapest cut of meat. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I remember growing up, me and my friend Henry were talking about it, and when I was growing up, we used to get lamb shanks like yeah, all absolutely. the time man yeah. like it was nothing yeah. you know me I was like yeah like three mm. lamb checks each because yeah. my mum would just yeah, you know right. she'd bring it and she'd think and then I went the other day I went and I went to go buy a lamb uh, I remember looking at the yeah, lamb yeah. check and they're gone yeah, guy. Yeah. as soon as the barlings realised yeah. oh man this is how they yeah. if you slow cook this and that yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and they add my red wine mm. and all that kind of stuff then it showed up and so I, 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 I thought lamb shakes were like, I yeah. ate them like they were like, um, yeah, hey, you know, yeah. see how they, when they find something, then mm. they, they take it, take it off us pretty much, you yeah. know, even though we've been using that, yeah. eating all that food for yeah. all our lives. But yeah, like that thing about, that could be a cool thing for you, like showing our people that, yeah, you can still get the lamb flaps, but you can cut it down to, yeah. Just, you know, just get the best parts of the lamb. Because it's, like, it's sad because they talk about obesity and that. Yeah. And then there's a, like, a couple of years ago, they came out and someone's probably one of the worst. Mm. And we, in New Zealand, pretty much had a hand in that because yeah. we were sending them all that. Yeah. But, you know, the <coughs> thing about someone's, you give us something, we'll make it work. Yeah, hey, yeah, definitely. Hey, like would it be and yeah. they like yeah. I never heard of it until yeah. the rapper. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember the rapper would it be What is that? What is that, man? And then I mm. got to somewhere and I found it and then I went, 
what the yeah, heck yeah. is this? This is the goods, man. Mm. But we were just using, you know, we we find something we ma- and we managed yeah. to make it work, eh? And like, even like some of our generation, we were born born into it. It's yeah. normal to us. Yeah. But like the way I, th- I the way I think about, it, I'm not sure if it's true. Like when they do send the food back, way back when they first started, I'm sure like our people were like always out fishing. And like always yeah. active looking for their food or catching food but now they're, they're like oh man comes in a can yeah 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 son you got to take off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey and then he's like oh if I can just get enough to, to get five of these yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have to wait yeah, yeah. And, and, then, this and then they started putting the um, lamb flaps in the tin litre bucket yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no you're, yeah, that, you're right you're yeah. right you know Bovi Masim is another yeah. thing, you know? That That's another thing that contributed. Remember, we used to... Yeah, yeah. Or just get them... I remember, like... I know this is sad, but... Every time I knew there was a funeral or something, I'm like this... Yeah. So, yeah, Masim on Saturday people. You know, because you know they're going to come and bring a yeah. bailo and that. And that's... Yeah. It's just... It's funny you, what you said, because... Now that I think about it, eh, it is... We're mm. born into it, eh? Yeah, we're born yeah. into this meat, eh? Yeah. Even yeah. Samo, when I was there... Um, when I was staying there, like the cheapest meat was was chicken. Everyone's getting chicken. Yeah, yeah. cheapest meat. There. So that's where every 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 house has got a fried chicken recipe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, all the barbecues. Yeah. Meat, yeah. Hey, you go there. Yeah. You go the the barbecue. Now, you know the one in your mm. um, still selling on that. Mm. So like, that was just to uh, have a few beers in town and yeah, then right. go drop down the way home, grab a couple of you know, because it's so convenient now. Hey, mm. you know, it's out of it. If you look back at all the photos, like uh, like I look at my dad's photos, old photos when he was in Samoa, and, and oh, everyone sort of they all built like yeah, sort of like they work out or something, mm. eh? Like because they didn't have that kind of me eh, back yeah. there, man. They were mm. just yeah. working the they land. They always had to be active to yeah. feed yeah. the family. So that's right, yeah. yeah. And then, or even now, if you see all them when they're young, like they all yeah yeah they all fit in there eh? mm. until they. Today's uh, come visit the <laughs> yeah. auntie in New Zealand. Tony, can you see? So what's yeah. that McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure McDonald's will help, but uh, I think it's about forty dollars a combo over there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Man, it's funny because I saw an ad for it, mm. and I was like, was like uh, family family combo seventy tala." You know, I know some more money is good, but, <laughs> but I ain't gonna pay that much, you know. But nah, that's that's crazy. But that's cool, man. How you, you know, that yeah. reading that article kind of made you change your. Yeah, yeah, it just changed my approach to um, because I know if um can just show someone some one person they can take it back home and just make those little changes oh. in their kitchen and just have the domino effect sort of thing. Did you write the article? Oh no, that's oh. uh, a book. Um, oh. oh. I'll send you a message later. Yeah. So I went through and got it from the library. Because mm. I remember that because uh, Michael Murdoff had a, he came on TV and he was showing the chef um, his uh, one of his his recipes because he had that restaurant in Dominion Road. Yeah, and yeah. it was a it was a digger station, no? Yeah, and like was it what? It was a digger station, like the twelve course meal. Yeah, yeah. Things with the little yeah, yeah, yeah. smaller. Yeah, but he he um. He was getting his ingredients from Otsara Flea Market. He got some corned beef. 
some people made some little oh, little things like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was mean it's like mm. fuck you couldn't even recognize it when it's finished yeah but it's it's super yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and serving it to it's like a, it's like a hundred twenty dollar yeah, yeah. Oh, it's of those ones. Oh. Yeah. Do, do you get my own off it? You don't need. It's oh, for the, it's, no, it's, it's for it's, the experience. No way. Yeah, it's more um, tasting, just it? tasting, oh, just okay. getting the flavors. Yeah, there's be a lot of punch on just a small plate. Because yeah. you know when I hear hundred and twenty dollars for a meal, yeah. <laughs> you know I'm like, do I get a back massage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Does Boy. laughs> oh, back. The way to come around and before your back, yeah. then because then, but you know that's just. I know there's places like that. Mm. Yeah. Two. Where did you go for? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 eight. Well, eight pretty much cost the arm. Of <laughs> That's why when I hear people go, "So we'll go to the eight, I'm like, "Oh, what, what week is that? Is, is that an odd week?" Or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, King Ainga ones, bro. <laughs> so, have you built up your own recipes for like your own? Like you were talking about, like. Infusing salmon food with, oh, with um, what, what you've learnt, and then like uh, when I first started in Soba, my chef at the time sort of told me, "Look, there's um, no ingredients to be um, discovered now. It's just up to the person to put it together. Or well, could still find bits and pieces mm. like discovered um, ingredients like that, but it's just infusing it and and." Like working with um, Indians and Koreans, Chinese, like um, like I'm rubbing, they're rubbing off on me, and I'm sort of picking just, up there, yeah, and just infusing it and just seeing what works. And but um, yeah, cause in the kitchen we um, each section will cook the staff dinner uh, oh, yeah, every day, yeah. so that's where you can practice as well. So you just order in what you want and then if the balang is like it then yeah must be really <laughs> start the food truck <laughs> <laughs> you know that that is the thing with restaurants eh, is like oh with um with kitchens is that you know you, you eat together before the is it before the start of shift or at the end no uh, before um, before eh? it's after lunch service and before yeah, yeah. dinner service but that's you kind of like where everyone is that where everyone kind of is it kind of like at the same time you're all Brainstorming or trying to get ideas of oh. asking, has there been a meal where like someone's? Ex- is there any experimenting there? Oh, no. Um, you don't want to guy that be the guy that was left to do the me and did the yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the? the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> no, you sort of know, like, um, like, cause you put two or three trays up. Yeah. And if it's still full by the time oh, the server oh, started, then yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, um, the, you said with the Asian influence you're getting, I watched on Netflix this documentary about how Koreans love pork. Mm. And it's like a free part, and all the stuff, like they love pork belly, eh? Like oh, Koreans yeah. and yeah. all that. And look, I was like, how did. And they came across pork belly the kind of way like we discovered. Well, there's other meals because it was the cheapest kind mm. of meat, and then they found a way to really yeah, like render down the fats. Yeah, and the thing about Koreans, eh, their food. Oh is, yeah, is real hearty. Eh? Well, yeah, they, they love their meat. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I've, like even when I first started, like the cooking school was going on YouTube, just seeing how they, because 
that's like one of my favorites is pork belly and and duck. Yeah. So I was like going on and having a look and I thought, man, that's too yeah. much. It's too technical. <laughs> yeah. They like boil it then deep fry it and back to boil and but that's how you get the really nice rendered down. Mm. Man, um, like they had, you know, if you get a chance to watch it on Netflix, they break it down like yeah. it's like that's their first love. Yeah. Like they they are the biggest consumers per capita of pork. Because mm. they they pretty much it's just pork belly and mm. every other meat is kind of behind, yeah, yeah. but they consume more pork belly than any anyone else. If you compare the Korean food to all the other Asian Asian foods, like yeah. they're different names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with their kimchi. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. and and, yeah. and yeah. compare with their meats they have, yeah. with the pork, with the marinade marinade mm. they have, the red one. Yeah. And all yeah. the meats like real heavy, heavy food, huh? Mm. Well, you know what? I always I always crack up because I always think so they're, they're the closest to islanders, the people I know, the Koreans. See, even though they seem to sing as in um, Samoa, I want to see the Koreans and the way they eat and the way they act. I'm like, I'm sure there's, uh, you yeah. know, we come, come from the same cloth or something like Because yeah. they, they, they're out of the day. Yeah, and yeah. I know uh, my cousin, she, was th- she stayed in Korea. She was teaching over there. And she's just telling me how awesome yeah. you know, they are, right? But that's that's out of it, man. So you know, so what what are you picking like specifically, like you know, picking up off them the other chefs from of other ethnicities? Um, like even simple things like um, like uh, butter chicken. When when I seen what they put in it, I was like, well, we've been doing it wrong this whole time. (laughs) 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 But they like um. Because there's heaps of spices heaps in there. Heaps of spices. Eh? But it's like, even like um, the cinnamon sticks, um, anastase, cashew nuts, all blended in like coriander seeds and so And then when you put it all together, it's like, oh, that's going to taste spicy. But I don't know, it's so tasty. Eh? Yeah. That's, it's just out of all these different, we have all these cuisine, uh, every, like different ethnicity in that. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, if you think about Samoan food and like if you compare it to other places around other Pacific Islands, like yeah. we have, we have pork buns, you know, we have keke poas and that's the Chinese yeah, influence, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, even like uh, that. Sapasui. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But yeah. So, so do your Asian um, cooks like see what we, our sapasui in there and if, man, that's like, looks like our Oh, now they put like this. <coughs> do you need that much to sauce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a. We just use it for dipping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna make a um, sapasui for staff meal uh, yeah, yeah. on our turn, and my singer mate goes, "What the fuck are you making? <laughs> <laughs> like a, have you tried chop suey? That's not chop suey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I like because when I see them, I see this Asian, and they're using the vermicelli and that, and I'm like. I'm just waiting for them to put the sauce on. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to eat it like that. You know, it's like the way they eat it, it's quite yeah. dry. And I don't know, man, that's that's not the way I, you know. Is chop suey in China vegetables? Just stir-fried vegetables? Is it? Yeah. Because I remember, like, I remember seeing, like, something on the, say, chop suey on the picture, but the picture is, like, stir-fried. There's no rim sally in there. Oh, jeez. I remember seeing that and I thought, oh. Got the name wrong. <laughs> well, where did they get that name from? You know what I mean? 
But then I saw uh, one of the um, what's uh, the the pie one on YouTube, the bakery one, and they got yeah. the they went to the what's the bakery the blue rose, the one where you like the bread. Oh, the Hong Kong bakery. Hong Kong bakery. Yeah. yeah. And they bought that chop suey pie. Yeah. But there's no vermicelli. It's just um, vegetables. Oh, true. So that's one of oh, it must be. Must be Chinese. Anyway. There must be different parts have different uh, definitions yeah. of chop suey, but yeah, that's that's. Have you seen like, you know how you said you're a chef? I know there's that Blue Rose Cafe. They have the balsami pie, mm. all those different pies. Do you like bake as well, or do you do, like do? Oh, have I, you tried? Like, yeah, you I've know, tried during, I, during during school and that did they teach you how to do that? Yeah, yeah, they well? um like showed me, um, taught us how to. Do pastries and things like that, but it's um. That's not you. That's nah, not you. It's, yeah, it's, you have to be patient for that. Is, yeah, because you have to be quite real, real precise. With, yeah, uh, yeah. Especially like cooking times, because you don't want it to be the pastry to be like hard or like near yeah. burnt sort of thing. But it's yeah, it takes a lot of time and technique to master that. To, I can do it, but if you're doing it to a Mess, you yeah. Know? Mm. Selling it on a shop or something, it's, it's in the game changes. You know the and uh, the fusion thing, and possibly there's a lot of fusion restaurants, Asian fusion, yeah, the European stuff. Like, man, you know we were talking to um to Charles about having a Pacific Island restaurant, but maybe I'm thinking maybe the infusion of Pacific Island and something else would be the one to go to with. Uh, like with the stuff you've you've been learning, like yeah. well, do you see uh, like a recipe you can do and make that into like a restaurant? You have a restaurant? So yeah, or, or have that stuff? like to me, it'll probably be like um, fusion of like European and PI foods, so we can I can think of million ways to do like um for kalos as a side dish or and luaus as like garnishes, then just bring in some meats um, proteins and just add that to the plate sort of thing is there a market for it do you think yeah there definitely I mean, is um yeah. like to me when um like when my parents they moved over to australia and then then i hadn't had like proper soul food in a while because because it gets yeah. special coming from oh. the elders yeah mum and dad or your aunties and then I had it um, after a while and just hit the spot and, and it just took me back to a time where, you know, like back in my childhood and I was like, man, exactly someone else can experience this or just even have our food on the map that way. You know how you're yeah. talking, like before going back and you said, uh, like you made that joke about maybe that's time for the food truck and that, that's... That's 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 booming now, eh? That food truck industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, has that ever really? Have you ever co really contemplated that? Maybe on the side on the weekends. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's all. I'm just trying to manage my time at the mm. moment. Um, I was doing like um, just selling food from home, so just putting together just some island packages and so um, sort of going off for a while. But then um, just things happened in my life where. Um, situation had changed so sort of stopped and just trying to uh, yeah try and make my way back to the small steps just try and get the food um just feed people in. <laughs> yeah because i know that uh, we had 
someone that we went to primary school with, her name was Rosalind, and she started selling hungies from home. Mm. Started selling food from home, and th- she was she was doing really well. Mm. And it just shows that there is a place for it. Like people, yeah, because that's what people want. They want hearty. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you you can always get fish and chips, and you can mm. always get McDonald's and that, but it's not going to fill that gap yeah. of. What mm. was in what? So what meat were you putting inside your? Yeah, it was, uh, it, was it was pretty much like um, an island bento. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, honestly, there's a fusion already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because, no, um, what is it? Um, you know, like when you go for your Sunday gong, is with the family, yeah, there's not just like two dishes, it's a spread of um, all sorts, like let's say, supper suit and dalu is your proteins, is luau's raw fish, and just it's just a spread of um. Like you're having a feast, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was um, I just put a like a island plate together and whatever was in season and. I and what was that. the feedback when you were doing that? Was were they selling out? Were you? Oh yeah, um, actually, like um, my brother-in-law asked me, he goes, "Oh man, the boys want to try your food." Then I, I just said, um, just money-wise, said, "Oh." They'll have to buy Tony if they want to just so, yeah of course yeah because I don't want to just buy bits and pieces and and then my time it costs time like especially I'm losing time with the kids and just things like that and and then they came back straight away and said oh yeah, yeah. they're all um so they they were already sold and then um so they came and got the food and then they then they they were messaging back and it's oh is there any more cousins just arrived and then I said oh no it's all, it was all um, pre-sold out but I would, um, can do it again next week so it just started from 20 then I did 30 and then it just sort of um, spread around like that and because I didn't want to just um, uh, just sell it to my, my people you know it was still like yeah, yeah we'll support you but yeah. you won't get the um, proper feedback that like an outsider, yeah, and then like it got, I think it got up to sixty, and then every one of them were like um, strangers. Oh, yeah, and, and it was just through um, people's social media um, shares, well, yeah. yeah, and so, and then after that, I just uh, ran into some trouble at home and just sort of stopped, and then with the COVID and that, yeah, yeah, so just. Um, but it's good to think that, you know, you've learned that there's a market out there for it. Yeah, it is. Um, it's just trying to find the right, um, like even, I think if you get too much numbers, you have to get a certified kitchen. And uh-huh. But um, it was just s- small numbers you can just fly under the radar sort of thing. Yeah, yeah it was really nice to... You know, speaking of, of COVID, how did you... Um, how did you cope that during that time? Because I, I'd, I'd assume that that would have taken off because you're in the hospitality industry. Mm. That must have taken a big chunk of your year out compared to other people that were able to go back. Especially last year's level four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were lucky. Like it's the first lockdown, um, <laughs> I think everyone got this was the subsidy. Yeah, the wage subsidy. Yeah, uh, so we got the eighty percent, and then. Um, Soulbound Bistro 
the owners um, topped everyone up to just to get the full wages. Well, that's that's yeah. Some companies didn't do that. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's um, I think it was just reward for hard work or yeah. the way I see it anyway. And then um, they they had a few seniors in the kitchen and they broke down the whole fridge and just split up the food so everyone can get a care package. So we're all um, going home with crates of gourmet food. (laughs) (laughs) So we were eating like uh, kings for the first couple of days and then... Well, it makes sense, eh? Because... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's real eight wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are you going to do with It's just going to sit here. Yeah. And the, I don't want to yeah, give you anything. Wrap it all up and put yeah. in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> and you come back after the lockdown and it's still there. Yeah, yeah. just reuse it. <laughs> That's so those, what, um, what kitchen were you with? Yeah. <laughs> That's those, um, if they can buy, they give. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, silly! That's me, man. Yeah. But just to hear that them as a company, I mean, because they're in hospitality and they rely mm. on patrons, yeah. eh? Yeah. But they pretty uh, much got customers all the time. So yeah, far. yeah. Uh, they've got a loyal fan base there, mm. so they've um. And this is still owned by the Asian girl that. No, no. Um, no, nah, nah, we're under Nourish Group now, so it's, oh. it's just been um. Were you there when the that singer was the was oh no she's the one on the China video the David Bowie oh yes. oh Jaylee yeah. <laughs> yeah she's um she's actually come back and oh. um she's, she's running the kitchen she was on Children's Street eh? projects yeah oh no not Children's Street yeah she was that or Gloss Gloss <laughs> that's a, that's going back that was Gloss <laughs> was yeah. Gloss yes yes China girl oh okay yeah, yeah. so that. So how long were you out for? A month? Was it two? Was lockdown a month and a half? Four so, weeks. Four weeks. Oh, level two, level three. Now the first initial lockdown. Level four. Four weeks. Yeah, was it four weeks? Yeah. I don't know. It was hazy through the whole. <laughs> a lot of beers. <laughs> a lot of beers on the camera. Yeah. yeah. Front I was like, of the video. I was like, what? Today Tuesday? Wednesday? I don't, I don't know, man. I'm waking up and it's, you know everything's a, everything's. A, Days at the moment. So what did you do during lockdown then? Because like, man, that's really like four weeks of. Yeah, it was it was man. It was um, we had some nice um sunny days, so mm. we just um get the kids out for a workout and just we we pitched the tent up at the back, so we went camping and yeah. just light the fire. Just <laughs> <laughs> a lot of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking about taking the kids for a workout, and that, that's another thing that you. You do it as well, Abe. Eh? You post on your oh yeah um, social media. Yeah, it's just uh, like I uh, like to do it in my spare time, and plus um, the amount of food I eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what 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 started there? Like when, because a lot of people, <coughs> sorry, um, they they quite shy when it comes to putting up oh yeah training um, and stuff. But because you know how you said you you naturally shy. Yeah, that must have been pretty tough starting yes, to. Um, I, I always used to um, like watch um, like people's clips and, and just think, man, if I could be doing that, and I just um, like not to be trying to you know, be cocky or whatever, just put the same thing and just have something, um, say something nice, so just let someone else know they can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What's the feedback been from that? 
people always because I know when I see other islanders post up stuff, you know, I'm like, man, I'm not gonna work out someday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someday, but yeah. But what's the feedback been? Because I, you know, it's, oh, it's certainly with my um, just my close boys, they all they send me a message and yeah. But I mean, that's what because you want to, you mm. know, you. Yes, as much as you want to inspire other people, yeah. if you can inspire your family, yeah, yeah, your friends, yeah, that's yeah. the... Yeah, well, because we, we have a um, group chat just um, between us, because we're pretty close, and and they're always saying, oh, yeah, we'll start start next week. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, sometimes they all start, and then two weeks later, it's back to square one sort of thing, but it's always trying to give them some words of encouragement, because it's... That's the hardest part, you know, just it's, um, getting off the start line. And then you just, um, like, you really grow a love for it. And, like, you're doing something for yourself at the same time. And, and some, like, especially, like, these guys, are, I'm always the same <coughs> too. But if you can just stay consistent, you, you'll get that sort of thing. That's yeah. We've had some. We've had Jordan. We had Jordan come on. Yeah, and he was like saying that you've been brought up. Or you were. You grew up together as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it must be cool to have someone in the same kind of. Oh yeah, we oh we um we're close friends with his younger brother. Oh okay. And then well, like he was always around when we go to see um the bro. So it is. It's really um uh, when he first started. Uh, opened the shop I was um, always meaning to go in and um, my son was saying oh dad can we join this gym because um, my brother-in-law actually works for his dad oh, so yeah. so they um, he's sort of seen the gym yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, through Instagram and that and then I told him yeah son I'm keen but the bus leaves at five o'clock <laughs> so you have to be at work at um you know eight o'clock and with our traffic mm. so we'll only be able to catch the early classes but then i um actually ended up moving out south so it was um just out of yeah just out of the way to make my way here and head back out to work sort of thing but yeah really proud of his work he's doing it's it's really booming now always follow him on Instagram it's a lot of people in the gym now from when he first started probably all the 651's mixes that he yeah to choose this is all the, yeah. the background too yeah. I wonder <laughs> if, if he's going to start charging him soon or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah but now that's it's it's cool because we need more people like, like people like you who do that kind of thing because there are like you'll, you, you can cover both lifestyles because you can do the. Do you give eat like cooking tips as well on that? Like that healthy eating tips as well? Um, obviously, don't, don't come to me for healthy tips. I think that's the big thing around New Zealand now. Like, there's talk about their, their sugar tax. Yeah. You know, they might be, they're trying to get it across. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sugars, um, yeah, that's a big. Um, and or. or Take away GST for fruit yeah. and vegetables. You know, just trying to make uh, healthy food more cheaper. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, you get it to the fruit shop and it's expensive. You know, mm. If you're getting a capsicum or broccoli here at $5 or whatever. And, and you can get a, a pie for $1.50. Yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. Are you gonna, you know, mm. you need a quick fix. You know, that's I, two pies and a bread sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's, yeah, that's, that's a tricky thing because I, as much as they want to do the cheap, um, cheap fruit and vegetable and that it's about the prep as well eh? like you know mm. it's convenience for people mm. so you'd hope that if they're going to make it cheap you know cheap vegetables and that you hope these places that specialise in salads and that drop the prices because you know the the reasoning for making salads and smoothies expensive is because they could just you know well the, you know the ingredients are expensive so mm. you'd only think that if they drop the prices of that, then that that food should be should go down too, mm. and then everyone would want to you know if it's going to cost you the same to buy a a quarter pack and a, like a massive or massive salad and whatever mm. smoothie, you know you'd think that that would work out. But I, I shouldn't have used KFC because I'd still take KFC on the yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. something something else along those lines you know fish and chips or something. Mm. But yeah, I, I'd hope that that that's how. They, they think it's going to work out, but... Yeah. Because I think, like, you know, they do introduce the, the sugar tax. We're just going to spend more money to get to get the Coke. Yeah. The Coke's in there. Yeah, you know, well, I like, think that's just like um, like how they um, put a cigarette tax. Mm. Like people are still smoking. It's, yeah. yeah. That's a, uh, it's like I mean, a, what's going to take for people to quit? Like, yeah. does it have to be 100 bucks? Yeah, or, yeah. Because they put it up a dollar or something every year. Mm. People are just saving up more. Yeah. More together. They, yeah. should, they should just put us straight to like fifty dollars and straight and sixty dollars and seventy dollars and yeah. But when it, when it first started going up, yeah. there was like all these um armed robberies on the news. <laughs> I was gonna say that Alex, yeah, gonna, on the, the sugar, news and sugar tax. Someone's gonna rob. You know, you're gonna rob a shop. I need four. Ca- you need four bottles of coke. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what yeah. about the smacks that were? Everyone will be like, oh, flip. Yeah, they're they're holding us up for a, a bottle of mountain juice. Yeah, soon it'll be like, tell me, what did you come to jail for? Four bottles of coke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And then, you know, you'll be like, so. <laughs> you could have made something better than that. I needed it to mix with my juice. <laughs> So we know the tech is not going to work. Yeah, it has to be yeah. has to be education then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, because it will be hard. See, if if you want to change the way our people in South Auckland eat, right? In every every corner is a takeaway, mm. and that's all cheap food. You know, and you got houses over there that have multiple families in yeah. in there. So well, not just South Auckland. We're still Auckland's the same yeah, as well. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and it's like you got to change the you got to change the culture. You can't. Overnight, change the yeah. mm. put the price up just yeah. to stop them, and that's not gonna work. Yeah, well, I guess that's what the the big question is: how how are we how is New Zealand gonna fix it? You know, what what do you do? Because you know we've already come to the conclusion: I don't want to hold up a bottle store. I don't want to hold up a mm. theory because I want a bottle of Coke. You know, I wanna. Yeah. But, you know, I, hopefully, you know, some another guy, young guy, will listen to this, listen to your journey, yeah. being a chef and. You know, get into that because mm. I mean, you know, from when you started and from now, like you know, more about food than you ever did. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Just yeah. the health side of yeah. things, what's good, what tastes good, mm. 
And like, you know, of course, McDonald's fish chips taste good. Yeah. We all know that. But there's other things that taste good that we don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, and you tapped into all these other flavors mm. in the world, you know? Yeah, and yeah. you know what tastes good, tastes better than going yeah. to McDonald's and all that. So that's, that, that's a good thing to have. And yeah, yeah, if more of yeah. our people knew that too, yeah, then we probably won't go for the fish and chips mm. and stuff like that. Mm. So, no man, that's good. You know, before you were a chef, had you ever really been into not fine dining but eating out much? Because I um, remember when I was growing up, I was like, I didn't, I didn't even know. I honestly didn't know sushi what sushi was until I was about six, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I was always um, like always envied the person that always went out. So I was, like when I did go out, it was um, almost like a special occasion. Like we'll go out to celebrate um, someone or, and then actually when I did, and I was always thinking, oh, I need to try something new. But I always go back to my yeah, favorite and I say, yeah, yeah. oh man, no. Because I know it's gonna <laughs> taste yeah, the same. You know what works for you, eh? Yeah. You know? And it's funny because, you know, when to me, when we go, oh, we're going out, you know, with your family and mm. growing up. Oh, where are we going? We're going Valentine's. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the extent. I know there was other yeah. places, but yeah. you know, you, you didn't know about going to restaurants for yeah. like getting a steak yeah. or you know that kind of you know, food, real food like um, yeah. different food like that because you're used to, like you said, <coughs> Manhattan. Yeah. You know all you can eat places. Yeah. You know, that's what. Well, I guess I was. Well, we were always eating. Isn't it to you? Have your own kind of money, or you can do your yeah. own thing, eh? Yeah, because it's, it's not um, cheap going out, mm. like especially if you want to treat um, the family. Well, so you got six, you got five brothers. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, when um, when we did go out, it had to be like a special occasion, and this, um, but actually, we will probably lean towards more like a family barbecue because everyone just bring a plate sort of yeah, thing yeah. And, <coughs> and it can serve everyone. <laughs> mm. But that's, yeah, that's, that's the crazy thing about, um, that's, well, that's the cool thing about your story mm. is that it's not, because you just, you pretty much jumped off the deep end. Like you remember how you said, that's a big risk because I, I, a lot of people don't follow through or follow their dreams because mm, yeah. you've always like and we've had a few guys do that that mm. have come on the podcast say that they just thought nah it's now or never yeah. you know I've got a you know like you said you had a family to feed you, yeah. gotta, you gotta pay the bills you know rent stuff like that and to still follow through is that was that really was that another factor in that you why you really wanted to succeed because you yeah um like yeah, the kids are, will always be my wife, but um, at the same time, uh, I really enjoy um, like being being uh, working in the kitchen, and just um, even when I make food for my friends, just to see the reaction, uh, the reaction, yeah. and and like uh, even like preparing the food, like I hate it. Like especially for my friends, I was like, oh man, why did I? I rather be out there drinking with them. <laughs> yeah. And then once, um, it's just that once they finish the meal, and then they give you that praise for that, you know, ten seconds. 
they ask like, oh, that was worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's, um, like to me, that's life. You just got to put in the work and then get your rewards, then move on to it again. <laughs> Repeat. Yeah. Is there a, it's, it's funny because it is repeat. The, yeah. In the kitchen, like before the dishes and that, it's repetitive. Um, mm. So to do it every single day, to do it every night, every weekend, like it has to be like top. It's top notch anyway because it's done all the time, right? Yeah. Until a new guy comes in and he's a train or whatever. Yeah. But that that repetition, that's gonna be. Like, well, because it's got to be at a standard, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always got to be, because yeah, yeah. you don't, you know, you, you can't be inconsistent with it. Like, oh man, I mm. think that one was all right. You know? I don't think it will ever be, because you guys are all working every night. Yeah, it's right. um, yeah, yeah. Well, um, when I first started making recipes, I just had to go to a senior chef and give him a taste, and then they'll break it down and say, oh, this needs more. Um, Lemon juice needs more herbs, but now um, I've got into that stage where I've, I've got my license to just make it, yeah. and and I can um, I know all the shortcuts because <laughs> I understand the you know, the logic behind making each dish. Yeah, yeah. And then and then when I like that's a that's one of the things I hate about working in the kitchen is like trying to teach someone new. Although I've been there. I don't know, it's, um, just don't have the patience, but at the same time, like, I won't say anything um, yeah. to discourage them. <laughs> I'll just keep it in, like um, like I said before, like I won't yell at someone, like send abuse just to, unless it's necessary. Yeah. But um, just inside I was like, oh man, it's like <laughs> slowing me down, but I always have to um, like remember I was in that situation once, yeah. but um, actually, sorry, I lied. I, I don't mind teaching, but um, if, you know, you don't like, pick uh, it up. Do not pick yeah, it up. Like you get shown <laughs> twice, and then you get one mistake, and that's it. <laughs> 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 then after that, it's, that's what um, annoys me. That's the worst thing. Like yeah. you teach someone, and they make this mistake, and then uh, you already taught them. Yeah, yeah. Then they do it again. Yeah. And then they do it again. Yeah, oh. that's it. Yeah. So then, yeah, that's the worst. That's when that, um, the famous um, scratching the head. You're probably the cause. Yeah. <laughs> if only you knew what that meant, yeah. yeah. followed oh, by no, a gentle or something. <laughs> you know, when your dad, you know, that's like when your dad yeah. calls you, so, and you know, if yeah. you, they go right behind the ear, then you're like, oh, yeah, well. Exit is my exit. It's <laughs> a strategy here. <laughs> I used to follow a lot of um, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. And, um, he used to talk about like some of the secrets in the in the kitchen. Mm. And he man, he exposed like a lot of things that happened when he was working because he was working in the seventies and eighties, and he was in New York working there. And um, he talked about like stuff like. Um, Never have the fish on a Monday. Oh yeah, yeah. And he said never, never order. If you order a well done steak, they're gonna get you the worst steak at the back. And and the breads, yeah, the breads. They say fifty percent of the breads go back to the kitchen, and they use reuse it. Oh. And he well, actually that, he said all their stuff, and well, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's well, 
Yeah, I think um, back in the day there was no cap on yeah. like OSH regulations and things like that. But um, this kitchen is honestly, it's um, so professionally run. It's um, that's a big no-no. There's cameras in every oh. like corner, mm. just so um, just in case there's a complaint and and then um, like I think maybe people like put a piece of hair in there so when the meal's nearly finished, oh. they'll get a replaced or yeah. refund or whatever. Does that ever happen to you? No, no, no. Um, there are I've heard like it, it happen, yeah. but it's um, not on when I was working yeah. there. But uh, it, uh, with the fish thing, that's because uh, the ships only go out, comes in once a week, I think. Mm. So you need to order enough fish for the week to make sense. For you. But then it'll be cheap. Um, they'll put it on special. Yeah. But it's all still... Um, like okay. edible, yeah. But if you look in your fridge, like mine too, <laughs> the milk's out of date. But it's, dude, I sniff test. That's all right, son. Yeah, up to the light. Has he even floating in there? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, in a professional kitchen, you have yeah. to um, mm. keep it. Otherwise, once you get that black mark, um, yeah, the I, word will just go so, around. So competitive, hey, between the restaurants because. You're vying for customers, eh? So yeah. once you get, once you've had that kind of that stigma of yeah. sort of that place, you know, I think uh, I used, I ate last week's bread or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, you yeah. know, you. Yeah. But you don't, you know, well, I guess you're gonna have thirty full time chef or thirty mm. chefs if you went of uh, yeah. like quality and yeah. that. Um, it's always like if you just always send out the best food. Yeah, you'll get repeat customers, and that's the way you'll save money. Instead of um, if you send out crap food, they'll never come back. That's right. And then you can't like regenerate like that same person's mindset, and then he'll go out and share it on his Instagram well, with a thousand followers. That's that's and, the thing now, eh? Like yeah. they have um, was it Zamaru or what's that one? Yeah, Zam- yeah. yeah. Comment, you comment, yeah. Oh, help. too, yeah. But you know, when I read it, reviews, and I read it, and like, it just gives everyone a right to, you know, mm. feel important by putting their, yeah, their thing in or, or a comment mm. in it. I can understand when you can see like the comments in there when people just go on this long tangent of, mm. man, I went and I was waiting in the foyer for ten minutes, and then I had to go. Then the chef, you know, the food didn't come out. For yeah. it. You know, it's, it's funny because they, it's all right. After they eat, they, they go and then they write all the stuff. But I wish there was a chance where I've seen I've seen restaurants respond to people like that. Yeah. Hey, like, have you seen that? Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's this one customer. Yeah. They said, oh. no, nah. I, I was actually, I, you know, it was the owner. Mm. And he goes, no, I dealt with, you know, we dealt with you. You were rude and... You know, it makes people feel yeah like mm. important in that. And I feel for, I mean, if you're a bad restaurant, yeah, yeah, eventually you'll, yeah. you'll get exposed. Eh? Yeah, but I feel just one of those people just trying to cause yeah, it's just attention seeking. Yeah, attention and, seeking. Yeah. Eh? yeah, it's yeah. I mean, no one watched that um kitchen nightmares. The Gordon Ramsay. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't think it. 
Have you seen the hairstyle is kind of places? No, no, no. no, 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 no don't, don't say that, mate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. places like that, man. I reckon, nah, yeah. you know, like where the most people... Um, well, take, and cheese, fuck. Takeaways in that, you know, takeaways... That's like bakeries. Bakery. Yeah, bakeries are bad that's, like that. That's like bakery style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of these places they're calling Quincy. Yeah. Yeah, they like, they prepare the meals and then cook the fresh stuff. Uh, pack that away and serve the old stuff, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah, I saw one episode like that. It's a waste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's so bad. Mm. Like, that's really no, you don't care, you know. You're all about the profit if you're going to do stuff well, like well, that. It's eh? not even thinking about the business or you can't generate mm. uh, repeat customers. No one's going to want to go back uh-huh. to, you might as well just buy a frozen meal and put it in your microwave. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, we had Charles come in. Uh, Ross, we had the guys from Epic Eats, and we're always thinking about how come Henderson isn't a place where we can have nice restaurants in that. I mean, the restaurant, the best restaurant in Henderson, well, because I haven't tried all this, but the one that everyone thinks of is Chinese restaurant, and that's just standard. No, you know what I mean? No, it's it's the one that it opposite and I, the Wow Studios. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's but a nice I mean, one. that's part of. That's not a standalone. That comes with the. You know, that's in the. Well, the that studio place. But why haven't we got three or four restaurants there that? You know, we can go. Oh, so should we go and mm. try out this restaurant in that? I know that I haven't been to all the Thai restaurants and all that there. There's a apparently the Japanese one there. Yeah. On the corner, it was pretty decent, but we don't have any restaurants like yeah. that, eh? I haven't been through Henderson in a while, but I just maybe it's the um, it's the running costs. You need people to come through yeah. to keep the place running. Otherwise, um, just can't. Like Tony's, they're doing pretty good to survive there. Well, because, you know, Tony's, I think what appeals to people was that they have that set menu. You know what I mean? Like mm. you, yeah. you pay $40 and you get a choice of the lamb or the... Oh yeah, the fish, and you get to have some mm. of the famous banoffee pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's I know that's the go-to. Yeah, like I knew because you have to pre-order it in the morning and then pick it up on that night, so they know how much. Yeah. But besides that, we don't have any restaurants yeah. like that. Hey, like yeah. Hopefully, when you, you know, you and I know when we talk about a feel me ice good, they'll come. Epic Eats is the perfect example of that. Mm. People were coming from far to come and try mm. their as food. Their food. This is hardy, hardy food. Ha- in hardy and food. The price is reasonable, real, boy. Reasonable, real reasonable. And because he he remember they put it. They told us that they put it at that price because they wanted everyone mm. to come and eat. You know, there wasn't about the idea wasn't about the profit if it if it was enough to cover the overheads in that. Yeah. Because they mainly are catering. They do yeah. Catering. Oh that's, yeah. That's yeah. where they get their money. <clears throat> But they decided to open a little restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cool thing is they were Westies too, you know, yeah. and, and that's that's what hopefully we can... Because, you know, we have Lincoln Road. Mm. Remember there's that article in New Zealand Herald where Lincoln Road from the motorway to um, the lights up here up to Great North Road that has the most restaurants and fast food in New Zealand in one place. Oh, gee. Yeah, so it starts from... <coughs> Uh, Carl's Jr. all the way down. 
Mm. You know, and that's that's out of it. Yeah. You know? So hopefully we can put some decent. Yeah. Because I know I've been to the Korean barbecue place there. You know. I haven't been there yet. Is that the new spot? Yeah. yeah. The one the old Valentine's. Oh, Valentine's. true. Yeah. I went there. It was, yeah. it was good. I tried to go there one time, but it was too bad. Yeah. Mm. It's good. Oh, let's get somewhere else. Yeah. So, you know, you go, and you, as soon as you walk through the door, you're, like, you're looking, is there any fans in here? There's Vivella there, true. man. You know. So I don't know if it's the heat from the... The oven or the heat from the people that's cooking the bag because that's how the villa was. It was me. It was a good place. Good technique to get people out fast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Can we go now? Yeah. But now it's good. I think when I went there, I can honestly say like the majority of them were our people, you know, because mm. they love that kind of yeah. all you can eat kind of stuff and doing your own food and that. yeah, that's yeah. why, you know. I guess that's a new ex- experience for a lot of people as well. Because mm. it's out of it. Like, you know, when you think about it, you're paying money to go cook your own food, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I, the, it's about the experience. Hey, yeah. you're sitting with loved ones or mm. friends or family, cooking your and food. You don't need to clean up after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So it helps us clean food too. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, after watching that documentary, I was like, I know, I know that Samoans love food, but the way that Koreans love bar- um, um, pork belly, man, it's a yeah. new, to I open I'm like, fuck, these guys are legit, like, serious guys. You give it to the slow cook? Barbecue, yeah, yeah. Barbecue stuff? Oh, Jordan does a lot of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but, um. Has he got a smoker? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of our tutors at the school, he owns um, more pork. Oh, and they yeah. specialize in um, American barbecues, which is uh, yeah. slow cooked meats. They open one in Kimu. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the, the second branch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was um, like, I went and done a few night shifts at his oh, just oh, to yeah. have a look. Yeah. Man, it's hard work. Eh? It's like it's a lot of hours. Patience, eh? Yeah, it's like cooking them um, briskets or pork for like. 12 hours straight mm-hmm. but um there's a like a skill in putting enough wood in just so you can go have a sleep and then come <laughs> back and the fire's not out and <laughs> everyone's <laughs> waiting for lunch and it's not cooked eh? yeah so yeah it's definitely an art, art to it mm. well it's a different it's a different kind of environment too eh? because you're not you just got to make sure the food's clean you just got to cut it up but as mm. in a restaurant you're gonna have to have 10 different meals yeah. That you've got to whip up mm. hey, in a certain space of time. Yeah. Because brisket's another meat that was cheap before, now it's expensive. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, ever since the slow and slow yeah. took off, mm. now everyone's like, yeah, now that was, um, brisket's gone up. Yeah, price. brisket, um, uh, lamb shanks, that was all like the poor man's cut. Yeah. But now these guys. <clears throat> Man, you know, when I, because I went to a restaurant, like, oh, lamb shanks. It was like $28. Yeah, yeah. Like, How many lamb shanks? <laughs> yeah. Two. yeah, yeah. I was like, mate, yeah. you know, unless you're keeping them straight from the, <laughs> <laughs> the you know, some lamb at the yeah. back there. But, yeah, that's that's crazy, eh? How all the foods that we took for granted. Yeah. And now, mm. yeah. Yeah. That's, but I, I get, I, do, should we try and make a prediction which is going to be the next, <laughs> which which kind of meat they're going to try what's and the take cheap, off? What's the cheap meat now, right now? Is it going to take off? 
Well, the bacon bones is pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good, the way you know, like, You can keep the rules. Holy man, slow. That's, that's slow, man. You know, good pork, mate, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what I mean. There's got to be a, a meat out there that's going to... Or have, like you said, you know how you said that the tutor or that your head chef said, all the ingredients have been discovered. It's yeah. just you... Trying to make it, make yeah, work. yeah, yeah. What's the latest, like, like craze at the moment? Like in the hospitality, you know how like we talk about French cuisine and I don't know the European and like what? What's the what's the most popular kind of? Oh man, because you know our French cuisine is real. That's the yeah. real fine dining kind of mm. stuff, eh? Yeah. But what are kiwis into? Are we more like steak and mushroom or steak steaks or are we Yeah, like... that's um like the normal pub food, eh? Mm. Mm. But um all the systems and pretty much all the kitchens come from French. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. why we use like like French terms like mirepoix yeah, yeah. and maison place and oh, all these Au revoir. <laughs> what a flash yeah. yeah so it's all, all their systems and then like w- whenever a French guy comes in or starts like actually when I first started there there were like um, five or six French chefs and, and the machines eh? then I, was, I just started um, just learning off them and like because that's all their background is yeah like, they their parents do that at home <laughs> and now it's like throughout all the hotels and restaurants it's it's pretty well that's you know um i caught up when i caught up with um, one of my friends when he came back from france my friend Tyrone, and he was explaining to me how their work day you know french like how they some of them well most families go home for lunch like so they have their kind of day split up Mm. So, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah and then yeah. they go back to work. <laughs> but you know, when they come home for lunch, it's not just a like a sabuisi or so. It's like it's a proper yeah, yeah, full oh, meal. And they really put in the, and that's why the French they say like they're quite relaxed, or you yeah. know, they kind of, you know, having red wine for lunch and all that. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like coming home, going to work, and then coming home having a couple of shots, and then, and then going back. You know, I couldn't. You know, because the way that we work, mm. there's Kiwis or, you know, if we went home at lunch, yeah. chances are I'm texting my boss saying I'm not going back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the way they program, the yeah. way they work, hey, that's pretty yeah. out of it. And that's probably can, why they um, eat late. Yeah. You know how they eat late over there? Yeah. Because they've already had a big, Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. Because they've already had a big meal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For, you know, a proper, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like a proper meal at lunch. So, you know, after that, you don't want to... You know, you just want to have something light. Yeah. There's a guy from Spain that works with me, and he says, man, everyone goes dinner at 10, 11. That's when everyone eats. Because do they do the same thing? It's the same too? thing. Yeah. I think it's the Europe, Europe thing, European. Oh. Yeah, I like, um, sleeping. <laughs> you know, you know when, um, I know you can't do it now, but when things calm down with COVID, you thinking of going overseas and working? Oh. Some overseas experience? Working yeah, in the kitchen? that's, um, that idea's popped up in my head but um just um it's just hard with the kids mm. and um just leaving them here 
for someone else's responsibility, it's it's probably out of the question for me. Mm. But it's, it's definitely um, an experience that I've. It's probably cool when you when kids are older, and then you know. Yeah, yeah. By the time that probably COVID's finished by then. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Chance for you to go overseas, but that's a that's why shifting being a chef, man, that's a job that can take you around the world. No? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, man. Because yeah. that's you know it's like uh, we had my friend, our friend um, Charles on, and he's the he's another person like you. He 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 he, he went to chef school. Ended up working at some of the top restaurants here in New Zealand, and then he he um, applied for a job to work for Cirque du Soleil, the fam- like the circus place. Mm. And he went out to America, and it's taken him all around the world, yeah, all yeah. over Europe. <clears throat> took him to Japan, you know, those yeah. kind of places. And chefing is kind of like being a like a a, a builder as well, like those yeah. plumber. And all, those kind of trades, mm. they, you can any any yeah. place in the world you go to. Yeah. And if you can, you know, it gives you a chance to travel. Because, mm. eh? like, everyone needs to eat. Mm. And, like, even um, I've come across a few people, I've come across a few people that um, are chefs on the big cruise ships. Yeah. So they're, like, oh. um, cruising around the world for six months and mm. all they're doing is just feeding the... But, so, yeah, there's definitely um, opportunities to travel the world for... It's probably won't be any time soon with this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you hear different people say, we're not going to open the borders until, you know, if, if we're lucky, the end of uh, 2022. Mm. Uh, it's out of it that it's not even a year now. And we, we talk like this, you know? Like, yeah. Like we have family overseas. Yeah. I remember... I used because my dad he he always wants to go back to Samoa for at least once once a year, so I was going to Samoa all the time, you know, and I took it for granted. Mm. Mm. But you know how, and I feel sorry for my dad because he wants to go back to Samoa, yeah. you know, because I know that when he go because you know over here, you know, the t- it really gets either hot, too hot, too cold, yeah, and yeah. you know, it kind of drains on you. But when when my dad hops on the plane and he, you know, when the stores open when you get to Samoa. Mate, it's like he's, I can see them running down the stairs. Yeah. Something happens. <laughs> hey, something happens to our parents when they go yeah. back to Sarks, their home. And I feel sorry for our, you know, our parents not having a chance to go mm. back because my dad now, he, he's, um, if you look at our YouTube hours, he watches 12 hours of YouTube a day. Yeah, yeah. Because that's his only connection he can get to Samoa. Yeah. That sucks, man. Like, mm. my parents. Did you have you been back to Samoa? Have you? No, oh, not in a long time. Yeah. But um, I can understand where you're coming from because yeah. my parents are in, um, they're stuck in Melbourne. Oh, not stuck. They're living there with yeah. my um my other brothers and and even um for my dad's 80th, we were all supposed to go over there and and just celebrate them. But that's when the first COVID hit, and then it just couldn't they couldn't even like um refund flight tickets and just things like that but it would be really nice to if this can be all lifted and get to see like family in that yeah that's it's sad because it's also like you know not being able to travel. i remember seeing on the news that 
people in, in the Cook Islands yeah. got no tourists. Mm. And that's the biggest, you know, that's the biggest part. That's what that's brings the money. money maker. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think we're just lucky that Samoa's got some Chinese money. It's <laughs> 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 keeping the lights on over there, I think. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I look at Samoa, man, I'm like, they still look like they're doing pretty good, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> You know, when I look at all the man, it's funny with with the elections coming up soon, man. The fast party and the you know the prime minister and that. It's when I come home, my dad's giving me updates. Yeah. No, but I'm sitting there, I'm nodding my head like, oh, yo, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, mate, you lost me at the first part. Uh, it's just, you know, and it must be cool for your parents. Do your parents? Do you know if your parents have been keeping up to date with? What's happening in Samoa? Oh, yeah, that definitely will be, um, like, even every September, he always buys the videos, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Wheel of Festivals. Yeah, man. Yeah. That, but that's, a, you know, one thing I have noticed, though, because we had uh, my uncle passed away in Samoa uh, last week, so my dad couldn't go. He was gutted because, you know, we were really tight. We were really close with him. But all my cousins were, were live on Facebook. And I was thinking, so they, they got better data deals. Than oh, okay, man, one of them streamed it for three hours or something. <laughs> and I was going, mate, they better have a look if there's any 5G towers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was clear, right? And I was, I was thankful. I was thankful for it, but I was going, I don't even have that much yeah. data to, to, to stream mm. something for three hours, man. You know? <laughs> They must be doing something right over mm. there. That's how I know. Like, man, if it wasn't for social media or YouTube and that, we'd have no idea of what's going yeah. back mm. um, back on at home and in Samoa. And I just want to just know what who they what did you what deals did you sell or this guy have because <laughs> they're coming off the goods, man. <laughs> you know when you last went Samoa, were you shifting? No, no, oh, I just okay. um. Honestly, it's just been two years in the kitchen mm. and one year um, and then just studying. So it's all like pretty fresh to me. But yeah. at the same time, just rubbing off on all these amazing chefs I cross paths with as well. It'll be good to, um, when all the COVID thing, have a holiday in Samoa and check out the food there. Yeah. And all the, the, the yeah, restaurants watch, um, they've got there. They've got, they've got a few now. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching some... Um, how, how, like people like well, do you watch that guy? <laughs> that, uh, Jamalee Jam- Jam- TV? Jam- TV? It's the, yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. The mate to the Palangi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, it's cool and he's because. He's whole family there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But how he yeah, went to all the yeah, restaurants. Yeah, from Texas. That, yeah. So that guy can eat, man. <laughs> you know, when I went, I, <laughs> I saw him eat like a whole fish and like he's tried the fish and chips at one of the yeah. local places. And I went, so let's. I can't even eat that much at Smith and Wong's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when you see him eating yeah. the man's eating, you know, you're like, this, see, if I even mama, if I <laughs> you got to hand it to him, eh? Especially, like, in that heat. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Sure, you should be, like, eating fruit salads and... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the one he, I went, he went with his other mate that, he, that he's been doing it with lately, and they went to a place in there, I think they had soup or some... Some mamoy or something, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, so it must be about 30 degrees, and these guys are eating soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just uh, awful. Once the 
Just for the, but the so food is good. Hey? <laughs> but then you realize, man, Samoa's got. Mm. They do have a yeah. bit of a. a yeah, yeah, a, they got. What what are the places that you tried over there? There's that sales. Yeah, sales, sales but yeah, nah, don't really like that place. Um, there was the one cafe I always went to. They had nice um seafood scampi, mm. and um, man, I always ordered that. It was it like cafe by the um by the bus stop, uh, the the bus depot thing in town, and. I love the um, at the waterfront that bar. I mentioned yeah. before, like they had the the nachos with um, taro chips instead oh, of two. corn chips. Or taro two. chips. And was, was, was everything nice. else the same, like sweet and sour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like normal mm. salsa, salsa, and everything. Salsa. But except for corn chips, it was taro chips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it went well. It went. That's went. pretty clever. It was good. Yeah. Um, <coughs> they've got a nice restaurant owned by these two Australian guys. Sell nice um, seafood, like uh, marlin and that. Um, Did you take your um, pills with you? <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my toes are fused, so I cannot, I cannot get gout anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing about the um, the islands and seafood. Eh? like yeah. I feel when I when I hear like my some of my close friends they have gout and they get it and they get it, man. Like I can. I probably can count more days of them not having gout than you know what oh. I mean. Like, what are you? Oh yeah, I got gout. Is there a day that you don't have yeah. gout, or you know, even like, and they will say, "Oh, so I can feel the gout coming on." What happens? Oh, you know, the wind shifted. So, <laughs> I like, oh man, you know, I feel, I feel like I go shucks. I, I don't envy you. you know? I feel sorry for the oh, man. Yeah. You know, and then you're one. You're yeah, one I know about, the pain, man, too. So, <laughs> So after that, no more seafood, no more experiment after that with the oh, because oh. um, it was pretty much everything that's rich in um, red meats or like uh, um, offals and and that's what the parfait is. It's chicken livers. Yeah. So it was a mix of that and just trying oysters and and uh, just other seafood like harpukas and snapper terakis. It's just a mixture of all, everything and so I went to the doctors and they just said man you need to Should lay off this yeah. yeah 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 but funny because my um my body never um like like asked for these kind of things yeah 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 and I just knew to stay away from it yeah 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 I've just never had a like my other mates always getting it yeah every other day and I was like man you need a but he's yeah, he's, um, I guess I'm just lucky I didn't crave it like him. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. I, I feel for them because there's food that, I mean, seafood, you know, that's, you'd think that's a natural, yeah, something that everyone could have, could enjoy. And then I feel for the brothers and the people that, like, that just even get, you smell the oyster. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. So, oh, so how many kids do you have also? Yeah, I've got um, three kids. Yeah. The oldest is um, 15, and then my daughter's 10, and my youngest is 5. Yeah. So, yeah, so they they must enjoy it. Like, do they, do they have, make requests of you? Like, Dad, can you make this? Or um, My dad, they, they love um, pork belly. Oh, yeah. But it's, um, it just takes a while to cook, so just whenever they requested us. Yeah, try and get it ready, but just lately they haven't been asking. 
for for um to they're just like uh any other kid really just um just love their chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. That's you know because you want to try and get them to start enjoying yeah other like not foods but I guess like every every other kid eh, mm. you know. Um, they're, well, they're bombarded with that stuff all the time, eh? Yeah. Right. Um, I guess if when I get them into it, like um, us as their parents have to like lead the way, sort of thing. So we have to start cooking that in the house, and but um, we try try doing that kind of thing, but um, they just end up not eating their dinners or oh, okay. just going to bed hungry. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they're coming around it slowly. Just have any of them picked up? Like, do they do they enjoy cooking as well? Um, they they were always um like at first they were like oh man I want to help, but then they were just quickly you know it's like yeah go la onga what's the Wi Fi what's the yeah, Wi Fi yeah, on yeah. yeah yeah I was just looking up uh, restaurants in Samoa oh okay. Um, you know, you said um, sales. I yeah. Um, next to sales is the yacht club. That's I think there's a bit of food there. Oh you yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not as windy too. Oh okay. As, uh, sales. I saw the sales because I know that guy. You know that does the reviews, and I remember him going there mm. and meeting the the owners. Yeah, I think I saw that episode too. Yeah. Here it is, the Edge Marina. That's where the the nachos are with the oh true yeah yeah the Oh, so, see, look, they got ratings too, you know. Samoa's probably the worst place to have ratings because they'll find you, eh? You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 well, I went to... Oh, did I go to Scalini's? I think Scalini's. Yeah. That was... um, What's his name? Name. The chef. What's the chef's name? He used to, he used to own Scalini's and St. Helier's. Oh, Okay. Then he moved to Sa- so, moved oh, to so he's in Samoa now. Remember, we went, we walked there, eh? Mm. But suddenly, because we walked, we went to Mission Bay, me, this guy, and my mate, us, we walked there. He said, Should we go in? So, so it's a bit of a walk here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to walk, um, walk all the way back with a full stomach, mate. So you have to go get the car in. All these places, oh, eh? But the sashimi, that's the oh, big one. Over well, there. that's, you know, the sashimi's fresh, man. That's. <laughs> So what? So what's um? What's the big picture? So are you, as this, are you in it for the, you know, yeah, um, the, what's the vision for the for the future, bro? Yeah, just um, just dreaming big at the moment. Like, well, I'd love to um, open up a, a restaurant. Just need to take these small steps, um, and just enjoy the process. Mm. Just still young in well. the game. I mean, two years. Is still yeah, it's a, really, really young. Um, yeah. Anyone out there would be that's listening, that's in the game, would be like, "Man, this guy's crazy!" But <laughs> and just gotta um, um, just want to serve people, help people. Um, just try and make a name eh? and just like create a spot for. Like not only our people, but everyone can come in and enjoy um, like our food. Just so it's 
like you always hear Alfred and they're like, oh man, it's too fatty and all this and that. But um, yeah, I believe um, Alfred can definitely make it on the map in a positive light. Because mm. that's the thing, like, when you th- when you say, oh, have you, we don't, the only, when you think of Samuel restaurants here, you think of all the Folly Angers and Avondale yeah. and Pingakis and mm. all you know, we serve the same kiki yeah. butters, um, bungy popos, mm. you know, all that thing. We don't have a, besides, I, I know the only one I know of is Meredith's. And yeah. Like, that do that, but oh, it would be so awesome to have places where we can go, especially taking friends, because, mm. you know, when they, they probably look at all our Instagrams and all that, and they look at our, our, our me and it's all the same stuff, you know, yeah. sui and all that. But it would be so cool. Call a plate, non Pacific Island people go. You know what? We do have food that we you can. Mm. Or mm. I think that you'll enjoy. Yeah. You know because you know when you have when you give bailings to pursue and all that like oh this is really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know they, <laughs> they're not my second to like oh yeah, yeah. you know I'll bring some more tomorrow. Oh no no that's, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you want to make a place because we are like anything eh like cuisine or. Yeah, food it evolves. You yeah, know? it brings people together. Mm. Um, especially our people, we're like, oh mate, we we can just sit around the table and mm. and just eat and just have conversations over mm. just life and everything in general. But be nice to have a um, you know somewhere for just a hangout spot. Or mm. It's funny you said that. You know, I touched on something now. I've been I was just thinking about right now, like comparing Samoa to. Over here in New Zealand, like the foods and that, like different foods and well, Samoa, man, we all eat like kings over there, mm. especially Sundays. Yeah, you know, all everybody. Yeah, in the in the back of the villages and town, everyone, you know, everyone yeah. they do the umu in the morning and and we when we eat we feast, man. Mm. Yeah, and that's like wow, that's you can't take that away. No, and that's like man, you want to eat you want to eat like kings, man. Yeah, in Samoa, man. Because we're my to tour, eh? You know, yeah. we used to. And yeah, you're right. You know, if Kongai on Sundays at villages, you're getting the best of the best, yeah. man. And plus the produce, the food you're using, it's fresh. Fresh, yeah. The fa'is, the kalo, mm. what they're using. And Yeah, the four yeah. that's walking behind you while you're sleeping yeah. is probably, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably getting cooked right there, yeah. you know. On the, but that, yeah, that, that's your, you're right, though. We, we are very, we, I think we, it's ingrained in us, you know, kongai, even for us people here, mm. kongai on Sundays, yeah. you know, that's the way you're going to end the week, but you're going to start the week well because mm. you're going to get, yeah. you know, you're going to get really good mi'ai. You know, you, I know, I remember my parents, growing, I remember growing up, you know, during the week we just eat, you know, normal food and that, but I remember kongai, I remember waking up with my mum or my dad, they're going to the seafood place down in Henderson, mm. they're going to the fruit shop to get the kalo. So you know that after church, the mi'ai is, you know, kongai is going to be, you know, fire. And then yeah. for the rest of the week, it's going to be... <laughs> 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 yeah. But, you know, yeah. but Sunday, yeah. yeah. like, let's go. You know? was, yeah. Yeah. But that, that's the matter, man, because if it... And it's it's ingrained in us, say, mm. like, everything you think... If you're, if you're somewhere and you're eating a sandwich on a Sunday, you're like, how did my life... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what your accolade did I get? Yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in the sandwich. Yeah. You know, because that's when you know, nah, that's not how you're taught, you know. That'd probably be a good theme, though, eh? Yeah. Like having every Sunday, 
having a like a kunga, you know, like have people come and say like, this is what we, mm. this is my twist on because you know the way when you describe how you made that roko, yeah, like, yeah, like you know that's I never heard of you when you said palm sugar. <laughs> what? Oh, the biscuit and the lwa. Oh, yeah, all the taste there. Yeah. Damn, that sounds good. Yeah, it definitely keeps you informed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to follow you. you know, I'm going to watch you on Instagram. And as soon as it looks like you're making, I'm just get the missile. Uh, what, what are you trying on? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, man, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. I just want to ask one question. It might be off, but were you working when that guy shot the gun next door to you guys? Up there now. Oh, no, I was... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I heard about it. Oh, was it Richard, uh, Dr. Ruby? Yeah, I really see it. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we danced you upstairs at the same time. No, But that's, yeah. But that's another story, man. That I don't know how how we ever got, we were, we were getting to that stage. People carrying guns in that man. Mm. Fire up, people just going to try and go have a boogie and score. And next minute, shooting up the place. Jeez, man. Yeah, man. So expensive, man. Come again, man. Yeah, no, it's Come yours. again. Looking forward to uh, your Instagram posts and make us hungry, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. So, yeah, thank you so much, also, man. Like, I can't wait for all he says, but your story, it's not just your chefing, but where you came from. You know that story when you said that you were inside and what, that's what lit that fire under you and that. Mm. Ho- hopefully people listening will realise that it's never too late to take, you know, take that leap, leap yeah. of faith. And when you, it's funny because when you said, <coughs> when that person, whoever, whoever put in the date wrong for you, from part-time student to full-time student, yeah. they set the wheels in motion and here you are, man. So, nah, thank you so much for coming on board also. Yeah, thank you for putting me on tonight. So, really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Some good was, chatting. Wasn't that hardy? No, no. <laughs> 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 oh me man, I'm nah, definitely gonna get you in again, man. Shuttles? Shut man. Cheers, man. Shuttles? Hello. 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 H